This sermon is brought to you by Buford Road Baptist Church. The speaker today is Pastor David Kogel. But let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I want to share something with you tonight I believe will help us. I've been teaching on the Holy Spirit uh, in my part of the uh, Sunday school class. And this lesson here, I was just scratched the surface of it, and the Lord just uh, impressed upon me to share it with you tonight. So I want to do that. And uh, so let's begin reading in verse number 6 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, notice that, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princesses of this world knew. For had they known it, they would have not crucified the, the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Have you ever heard the statement, let your conscience be your guide? Often heard that. Is that a good statement? <laughs> you know, many times that is good advice. Your conscience will give you good advice, but not every time. It's often easy to be led by our feelings and our emotions. And that's the problem with your, your conscience being your guide. Something may just feel right, but that doesn't mean that it's right. And I think most of us realize we can't trust our feelings all the time because our feelings are up and down. Things affect our feelings. But I want to stress to you tonight, there is a difference between conscience and God's Holy Spirit. And that's why I want to title my lesson tonight, We Can Know the Will of God. We can know what we should do. We can know that because of the Holy Spirit. Our conscience comes from our experience and dealings with other things in our life. We just have a feeling that we need to do something, say something. But that's different than God's will many times. God's will for us is revealed to us by His Holy Spirit. And we'll talk about that tonight. Because Paul is trying to help us understand in this passage here that the Holy Spirit, and we need to get this tonight, the Holy Spirit loves us like no one else loves us. He wants the best for us. 
And as we walk in our daily walk and as we live our life down here, we'll find out more and more as you grow as a Christian that the Holy Spirit wants to help you every single day with everything if we'll just let Him do that. Because you, we need to step back and realize, listen, He knows God's plans. I want to know someone that knows God's plans. I don't know that all the time. I, I got plans I make for my own self, but that doesn't mean it's God's plans. So the Holy Spirit within us will give us the plans and purposes for our life. And because we can't see Him, we can definitely communicate still with Him. You know, there's a, for many Christians, our thinking should be different than the way the world thinks. We know that. We shouldn't think like the world. We shouldn't talk like the world, live like the world. But we should be different. The Bible says old things are passed away and all things are becoming new daily on a daily basis. And as we grow in Christ, as we listen to the Spirit's leading, then we're going to find out that we can do the right thing the majority of the time. We'll still make mistakes in life. We'll still get ahead of God sometimes. But if we stop and say, listen, I need to know God's will today. I need to know how, what I need to do today. And I like what the passage says here. It talks about a wisdom that's not of this world. It talks about a hidden wisdom from God. But then that hidden wisdom, that mystery, verse 7 says it is a hidden wisdom, hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto what? Our glory. So that tells me we can know the hidden wisdom of God. It finishes up that chapter talking about the mind of Christ. So we need to realize that there is a difference in depending upon our own wisdom and God's wisdom. And let the Holy Spirit teach us that. <clears throat> when you read the Bible and you study those verses, as a Christian, it means something to us. We, we get overjoyed when we read some of the things in there that help us on a daily basis. But you know, that that's the difference why an atheist can read the Bible a thousand times and not be moved by any of it. They can analyze the Greek, the Hebrew. They can debate it with brilliant Bible scholars. But unless the Holy Spirit opens up the Scriptures to them, they're just reading words. And it won't mean a thing. And that's the difference between you and me as Christians. When we read the Word, we ask the Holy Spirit, help me understand what I'm reading today. Let me know what I'm benefiting from in that Scripture, what I need to get out of that Scripture today. And He will open the understanding to the truths of God's Word. Let's go back and look at verse number 6. He talks about that wisdom. Among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. You know, people used to like to watch mysteries and figure out mysteries, try to figure it out. Well, you know what? I'm glad I don't have to try to figure out what God's Word says on my own. But I can ask the Lord to help me with that, and the Holy Spirit will help me understand what I'm reading and will help me see what he wants me to see in that. 
So not only that, but it says in verse 8, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known, it would have, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. Did you know if they knew, they were crucifying the Lord of glory. They, they thought they were just crucifying someone who said they was God. But if they had knew, they wouldn't have done that. But we know it was God's plan all along. But yet, we find here that in this writer of Hebrews here that, that we're going to find out we can grow spiritually more and more and mature in God with the help of the Holy Spirit. Those in the world who, who think that, who think like the world, they're not going to understand what God's Word says. They're not going to live by that. But the more mature we are as Christians, the more the Word makes sense to us. I want him to get Hebrews chapter 5 and verse number 12 up there. The writer of the book of Hebrews compared the difference between drinking milk and eating meat. He said, for when the time, uh, for when, for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need of the one to teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracle of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is skillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are what? Full age. Even those who by reason use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. That tells me in those scriptures there that the difference between drinking milk and, and eating meat. And as a Christian, you have been saved for a long time. You shouldn't just be still on the milk of the Word of God. But you should be maturing and growing and getting into the deeper things of God. You say, well, I, I want to do that, but I read my Bible, but I, I really don't understand it. Then I say, step back and let the Holy Spirit help you. Amen. When, when Bible study time comes, this is where you need to be. When Sunday school, that's where you need to be. Every time we can get around the Word of God, it's going to help you grow and grow and mature in God. You know, that passage really opened my eyes to the reason why people just respond differently to the same sermon. You ever thought about that? Pastor can preach a sermon just like I'm teaching a lesson tonight. And some of you will respond one way to it and some of you will respond another way to it. And you know why that is? That has to do with the spiritual growth that we're in. When we first come to Christ, we're spiritual infants. We can only digest the milk truths. But those that grow in spiritual maturity will be able to grasp the meat of the Word and their soul will be nourished. I think that's why we've been having some good crowds here on Wednesday night because the pastor's been teaching on Revelation and that's the meat of the Word in Revelation. And you long to understand it. You long to, to, to get farther with that. And that's, that's good. That's what we need to do on a daily basis so we can grow. You know, I'm thinking that many times people think that God is somewhere off in the way distance somewhere and we can't approach Him, we can't know Him, and they don't think of God as someone that you can have a conversation with. But my Bible tells me I can come boldly before the throne, amen. I can come reverently 
with the fear that He is God, that I want to understand more about Him. And so I ask you tonight, when was the last time we sat still and had a heart-to-heart conversation with God? You know, in this day and time we live in, it's hard to sit still because we got so much going on. We got so many demands around us. We're, we're pulled in so many different areas. But if we take time to sit still and say, I want to have a conversation with God. I want to talk with God. I want the Holy Spirit to, to show me what I need to know today. Then you'll find out you'll start maturing more in the Lord. A lot of people see God as somewhere way off mysterious, but that's not the way he is. In fact, Acts chapter 17 and verse number 27, that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after Him and find Him, though He be not far, look at that, from every one of us. He's not far away. He's only a whisper away. He's right there. There was a little boy and his sister that were playing outside and the little boy said something ugly to his sister and the She said, you know what? God hears what you say. And the little boy said, no, God didn't hear me. He's too far away. And that's the way people think. That God's way off somewhere. and He's he's not concerned with your life. But He knows everything that's going on with us. So we need not rely on our own strength and our own wisdom. Because things don't always go smoothly with us. And that's why I started off the lesson by saying, don't just let your conscience be your guide. Because when things don't go smoothly, that conscience may not speak to you too well. But let God be your guide. Let the Holy Spirit be your guide. So we need to understand. And and let me give you a real quick lesson that most of you probably already know. But this is how it works. This is how simple it is and how, how it's worked. When we talk about the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, what is, what is the, the outline? What is, how is that working with your life and my life? Well, God starts off by having a plan for every one of us, a purpose, a will for every one of us. So He tells us that He knows the plans that He has for us, and then He sent His Son to carry out that will by dying on a cross for us. And then when Christ did His part and it was finished, He left and then He said, here's the Holy Spirit. And now I'm going to let the Holy Spirit take over and do exactly what God's will was, God's plan was. Jesus carried it out and now the Holy Spirit's going to help you live on a day-to-day basis doing the will of God. And many of us, we don't realize how important it is that we carry through with all of those plans when it involves the Trinity there. The Holy Spirit knows what God thinks and plans for each and every one of us. And when we accept Christ into our life, the Holy Spirit comes in. Look at verse number 9 again. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love them. I love that verse because that tells me many times we struggle with what to ask God for. And of all the things we can ask God for, what is best for us? 
I wonder how many times do we say, God, I want what's best for me in my life instead of just I want. But then to top it off, of all the things we could ask God for, what does God actually want to give each and every one of us? Verse 9 makes it clear that God's ways are beyond our ways. We can't begin to imagine what God's plans are for us. That's why we need the help of the Holy Spirit. Nothing on this earth can we imagine that compares what God has in store for us. Look at verse 10. But God hath revealed them unto us, notice that, by His Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him, even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Unfortunately, did you know many Christians don't really know what to do with the Holy Spirit that's within? That's right. They, they realize the Holy Spirit came within them. They realize they're a saved individual. They realize they, the Lord promised the Holy Spirit would be with them. But unfortunately, many times, folks don't really know what to do with the Holy Spirit. How can I make that something that is going to be profitable and help me every day? So Jesus says the Holy Spirit would work in our lives the same way He did all the way back there with the disciples. Look at John 14. He'll put verse 16 and 17 up there. And I will pray the Father, He will give you another comforter that He may abide with you forever. How many of us need comfort many times in our life? And what, what do we do? Do we fall apart? Do we think, do we give up? Or do we say, you know, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've got a comforter. I got someone who can help me. I, I don't have to lose my mind over this. I could step back and say, Holy Spirit, I need comfort in my life. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him. We should know him. We should know his voice to us. For we dwelleth in you and shall be in you. Jesus was speaking of that Holy Spirit. And we need to recognize the Holy Spirit's guidance in our life. And you know what that means? Sometimes we got to make some adjustments. Yeah. We, we've got to plan what we, we thought we were going to do and how we were going to do it. But then the Holy Spirit said, wait a minute. And that means I got to step back and make some adjustments to go along with the Holy Spirit's guidance. And it may not be a comfortable thing. It may not be something that we, we wanted to do. But we realize that we need to listen to Him. He wants to work in our life. So the Spirit can lead you in many areas in your life. You know, a couple of things like, what if the Holy Spirit wants to do some things in your life? A certain verse or a passage of Scripture speaks to your heart. And we know we need to make an adjustment. Do we, do we just close our Bible and say, well, that was a good Scripture, but did we say, no, He was speaking to me? And I need to make some adjustments in my life. Maybe, maybe there was a promise in the Bible that you read and he wants to use it to strengthen you, encourage you. Oh, how many times has that happened to me? 
I ran across a promise. I remembered a promise that I read in the Bible, and I thought, man, I'm going to claim that. Amen. Maybe he burdened your heart for someone else that you he wants to minister to. I can't tell you how many times the Spirit will place someone on my heart and I've learned to call them, text them, whatever I need to do, pray for them right at that time because I believe the Spirit has led me to do that right then. There have even been some of you I talked to on the phone, you shared a need with me. I said, you know what, we're going to pray right now. Right now. Or oh, I'm going to pray just as soon as I get off the phone. Ever, However that works out. But there are, there are many times in our life that we need to realize we have to make an adjustment. Maybe he's convicted you to start tithing. Maybe he's convicted you to give more to missions. Maybe he's convicted you to do many other things in your life. And I think we ought to listen to that. But I'm going to finish with verse 14 and through 16. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish to unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself judgeth no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Did you pay attention to how Paul ended that, that chapter here? To, to say that we can have the mind of Christ, that's mind-boggling, isn't it? That we can have the mind of Christ. That's what the Holy Spirit is striving to lead us to do, to have the mind of Christ. And we're to think the same way that Christ does, view problems the same way that Christ does, suffer even sometimes the way that Christ had to suffer, and get that Christ perspective in us and realize that's what the Holy Spirit is doing to work in your life. I think we'll catch ourselves more and more saying, I hear you, God. When we do that, I'm listening. I hear what you're saying. Don't be surprised when you do something that the Holy Spirit leads you to do that some people around you say, I wouldn't have done that. That is a strange thing. You remember what the Scripture says? Sometimes these people are not going to understand many times. Especially unsaved people. They don't understand why you have a love and a desire to come to God's house. They don't understand why you want to give to the Lord, why you want to pray all the time, why you want to talk about the Lord. They, they don't understand. They're not going to understand things like that. But as we grow in God, we'll realize more and more the Holy Spirit will open our eyes to the truth. The psalmist said in Psalm 119, 18, Open thou mine eyes that I may behold the wondrous things out of thy law or thy word. So when the Holy Spirit prompts you to make certain action, do certain things, then follow the Holy Spirit's leading. Because never, never, never will He lead you to wrong. He'll never do it. Will your conscience lead you wrong? Mm -hmm. Other people lead you wrong? Yeah. But God, God and through His Holy Spirit will never do that. And it's confirmed in His Word. So, God has such good things in store for us. But I think sometimes God doesn't tell us all of His plan because you know what? We probably wouldn't believe it anyway if we knew the whole plan. We'd probably say, oh, ain't no way that's going to take place. But as we listen for God's plan through the Holy Spirit speaking to us, 
I believe we can know the will of God. Amen? Amen. Well, I know I flew through it tonight, but my time is short. And, uh, but I, I pray you got something out of that and, uh, tonight as well, and that you'll let the Holy Spirit lead you more and more, especially in the days we're living in. Amen. We're going to need that leading and that guiding. You listen to Pastor David Kogel. For more information, visit our website at BufordRoadBaptistChurch.com.